You're stranded in a bar for seven days because of a snowstorm. And you're stranded with strangers and a cover band. What cover band would you choose to rock out to for a full week in a pub? The conversation's coming up during this episode of the My Second Act Podcast. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's where we talk about things you are already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events, pop culture, music, plus endearing and sometimes revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. I'm Preston Thompson. I'm the producer of the My Second Act podcast, a University of Alabama graduate and the show's resident millennial. PT. My name's Donnett and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, I want to talk about like going to look at leaves. Oh, wonderful. Actually, you know what? I don't. No, For, let's, let's no. talk about compelling content. Let's talk about, well, I just what wanted, about leaves. Well, just, I just want to talk about like when we used to like, what happened? Why don't we ever go look at leaves anymore? Like you when can we, look out the back window. When we were dating, the, we would home, like, we would be like, oh, you'd be like, let's just drive up. Stop right there. What'd you say at the beginning? When we were dating. You would be like, let's just drive to the uh, mountains. Don, I do not recall ever saying, let's drive to the yes. mountains and look at leaves. Yes. Said everyone. Never in my who, life yes. have I said that. Said everyone who's dating, like, let's, we don't have an agenda today. Let's just get in the car and drive. That doesn't happen when you have kids anymore. That spontaneity. Okay. Let's shelve all this. Here's what I want to know. Where, where has PT been? PT is back. Oh, my God. Thank we are God. at the Appen Podcast Network, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta in awesome Alpharetta, Georgia. Since I joined the radio family, the Bear 92.5, um, we have a studio in our house. And so I'm able to either be in North Fulton for the afternoon ride or I can be on the south side for the afternoon ride. So the equipment that we have in our studio at home also allows us to record the podcast. Correct. At home. We've decided that while... It, it works in a pinch. It's much more exciting to come into a place and see actually living bodies. Yes. That work here at the Appen Podcast Network. And not just our cats trying to randomly open the door and the or FedEx hear, driver. Or you and hear the, the dogs. dogs barking in the front yard. Uh, so, PT, you have been somewhere. I don't even know where PT's where been, to be been? honest with you. But it had nothing to do with us necessarily being at home. You have a super, super busy season in the job which you have that pays you money. Yes. Because this doesn't much, if, if even. <laughs> um so where 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 have you been, PT? Where have you been? Well, once every ten years, okay. the state has to go and redraw. I thought all this was going to be a joke. Like once every ten years, no. maybe when, when there's a solar eclipse, it's like a story. Well, that's story basically time. what it is. It's like a comet coming by, and then it pulls me out of my life, away from my family and my friends, and I work, you know, sixteen hour days for a month because they're redrawing every single map, and I was helping. We'll say helping. Okay, what kind of maps? Uh, state house, state senate congressional so the only thing that doesn't move is a state line or a county line everything else moves you were you probably have new people representing you at the capitol i would venture to guess is that called gerrymandering if you do it bad it's called gerrymandering <laughs> who, who well, we're not saying you're doing that oh my god no but who, who decides these new lines Preston. the the people that got voted it's certainly not me but whoever's in power which right now the republicans have majority of seat at the capitol so they they read your map and it got argued over and it got discussed over. Some lines moved again and then they voted on it. And now everybody's got a new seat. That so, yeah, seems the, the nebulous. Peop the people who you vote for do get to pick the people who vote for them. Okay, that seems yeah. nebulous and nefarious. Is, is that a healthy relationship? No, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's no. Not. It's Can they just not. cut people out? Like, do they know ahead of time? People, from the, that's called Jerry. That is gerrymandering, Preston. You're involved in a gerrymandering, gerrymandering situation. Gerrymandering technically is when you draw the line to benefit a particular group or uh -huh. party. Yeah, and uh, that is about the only way you do it. So, yeah. So let me ask you a yes or no question, and answer only yes or no, please. Are you a gerrymander? No, that's not it. Okay. Yes or no, PT. Does your paycheck? come from the state of georgia yes no. or no? no thank you no okay. praise jesus i mean i feel like we're gonna get him in trouble or something i could tell you where it comes from but I'd you, rather would, not know. you no. lose a lot of your listeners i'd rather so. not no 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 i don't no. want to know that i don't want that information comes I, don't, from the, I don't want to have to communist party of north korea yeah. <laughs> so life's well life is well okay how's much, the wife much better now we had a nice holiday break wife okay. is great everybody's great Fantastic. had a good thanksgiving dinner oh everything was lovely oh, yeah. I love saw all the family and i had the same conversation with them about a hundred times so. what, what do you do and who, who signs your check 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, they politely walk away and let me get back to my glass of wine. Yeah. And they were like, what is that thing you're doing on the side with those two weird people? The one who's like completely unhinged, the man. A couple people did have that question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my dad loves to talk about the show with everybody. Good. So. Well, I, listen, I've become a, a big fan of your dad. They reached out on the podcast I voicemail text them. line. In yeah. the last couple of weeks, wanting to know how they could listen to the bear in the afternoon ride. I love them. The bear 92.5. Yeah, that was very cute because you basically told them to just, you know, ask your, ask your That or, or search for the bear 92.5 <laughs> in your app store. That's something that you're going to need assistance with from your child. Like Searching? if you're, if you, well, if you're like an older person and I you have to find. Preston's parents old. I'm just saying like to find a radio station on an app. It sounds harder. It's not. But it's a search. I know, but you need your child to help you search. Trust me. It's the bear 925 but you told him to have Preston help him well Mm -hmm. yes here's what I'm happy about I am so happy that I have a back to my chair because if you could see actually I'm going to upload a picture of what I sit on so we have this stool but it's not high enough for me to reach the microphone so then I have to put another stool on top of the stool right which I precariously sit on perch upon perch upon like almost like a cat and hope to god that i don't like lean backwards Fall. and tumble and, and kill myself did you set that set up on purpose no no oh, i didn't okay. no, why, why would you ask such a thing i don't know no in no. your keith morrison voice mm-hmm. but it's um it's fun to do them at home and it's fun to do the radio show at home uh i discovered yesterday what i have missed most about radio and i've missed a lot of things but the the, the biggest thing that i've missed about terrestrial radio i experienced yesterday and it was like a shot of adrenaline and i was like oh wow this is the high that you get when you are in the community and you are live on the radio and you are you are doing good you're in your element for the community uh yesterday we had the canathon the 38th annual canathon and the beer 92.5 was one of the presenting sponsors and has been since i think year 39 or no year one or two um and it was on the square in noonan and we were there most of the morning and people would drive by and you pop your trunk and, and or toot your horn and volunteers or, or someone from the Bear 92.5 runs out and grabs your canned goods. And, and it's to stack the food pantry for the entire year, you know, to make sure that the homeless and those that have fallen down on, on some hard times have food. Um, it felt so good to be back uh, live like that. I haven't done an event like that in probably three years at this wow. point. Wow. Yeah. And it just felt so good to be back and, um, interacting with people and and listeners and and lot, uh, you know I met a lot of new listeners uh, from the Bear 925 and also uh, reconnected Donna with a lot of listeners who had fled from our former station who found the Bear before I did. That's awesome. They were already there. They're like yeah. where have you been, Caddy? We've been here since July 20th, 2019. Yeah, they were welcoming you back. <laughs> yes, but it was um you know I have I'm often you 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 smirked when I said this earlier this morning, but it's the truth. I sometimes am am very uncomfortable with the attention that some, okay, Don, it's here you go again, but I am. Um, when you're live at an event like that, not when you're on the radio, it's different. We're not seeing one another face to face. There's right. a big, big difference when you are living in the moment physically with, with, with listeners. No, and you, you have always been an introvert, extrovert. I've always been always. an introvert. And most radio people, most comedians are. So what I chose to do, what I decided to do years ago, was if you go to an event like the Canathon and you go as a character, you don't go as Cadillac Jack, you go as a character, then that opens the door for you to be as crazy and energetic and silly. fun and silly as you possibly can be. I would never do the things as Cadillac Jack that I did as Caddy Claus or Randy the Reindeer yesterday at the Canathon. And I actually take costumes. Uh, and I dressed up as Caddy. I, went, I, I showed up as Caddy Claus. Okay, let's pause there. Huh? Do we just have those costumes laying around somewhere? No, or? they're in a trash bag. In, 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 a, in, in a what? In a trash bag in my closet. I mean, uh, for, for the other 11 months. Okay. The beard smelled yesterday when I pulled the beard out. I mean, and, and Caddy Claus took a pause in 2020 because of the pandemic. Oh, you had them from doing them before. These aren't like, you're not like in, you're not taking them to like furry conventions or something and showing up as like Caddy Claws or something. Well, that's kind of weird. Like they were in a bag, a trash bag. I'm talking about working in the community and raising canned goods for starving people, Donna. No, but I mean, you you just have these spare costumes, like a reindeer costume laying around. I've never dressed up as a reindeer. Oh, you just said reindeer. Well, reindeer only has a head. Reindeer only has a head. 
I, I intertwine, I intersperse. Is that the word, PT? Yes. I use Randy's head, but I use Candy Claus's Body. suit. Okay, I got you. As Randy the Randy. Okay, I got you. Know, I don't have a lot of time for costume changes. Got it. Events, Don. You got right. to, you know, you got to one, two, quit. You're out. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yesterday I was stopping traffic on the square and I would jump in people's cars. And, oh, boy. Yeah, but it was uh, Sheriff Lynn Wood from Coweta County came by and uh, he, you know, you hear me say often that either an artist or a guest, you want them to come and play, meaning you want the guest, whether it's the sheriff or whether it's Alan Jackson. And Alan Jackson never came to play, but there are artists that understand when you're on the radio, you're there to have fun, you know, and Sheriff Wood, he was so funny yesterday and we had a great time with him on the radio and um, <laughs> the videos are on my Facebook page, uh, Cadillac Jack Atlanta on Facebook. I've also done that change has moved everything to is it the business page is that right pt because i was capped at five thousand on the personal page pt thank you i'm so glad thank you're here god for pt <laughs> seriously bypass nine episodes we have it uh, everything now is at one place cadillac jack atlanta on facebook but the feeling that you get just the energy and the excitement and um I used to love doing like remotes and, and being on site with clients and meeting listeners and having like people out there. I, I remember when I worked at um, V103, the big urban station here in Atlanta, we did a um, promotion where we literally, we took people, it was at the old um, Brave Stadium, you know, and people drove through and we put bumper stickers on their cars. That's all we did. Simple. Yeah, because we were, doing, we were doing this contest, you know, where you could win. And that's when people would actually put a bumper sticker on their car. But the line was wrapped around and just meeting these people and some of these characters. Like people came up on their bicycles yep. and still wanted them like put on the back of their bicycle and stuff. But the 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 great part about it is it, what you're doing right now is kind of it harkens back to the days when we started in radio. Because so much of these types of things have gone by the wayside with corporate radio because nobody wants to spend the money. Nobody wants to give out T-shirts. Nobody wants to shake people's hands. And listeners really are kind of not even that important if you honestly want to know the truth. You know, it's it's kind of just like they're in, in the shadows. But what you're doing with the bear is also small town radio. And it's with a mar- major market with sound. a major market sound. But you get to meet people and you get to, you know, they actually have T-shirts and you get to go out and shake people's hands and, and, and you know, put put faces with the people that, you know, you're talking to every day. So I think it's great. Oh, there was a young kid um, who works in the promotions department, I guess, at the radio station. And uh, well, first of all, let me say that the Noonan Junior Service League is a presenting sponsor of the Canathon. And I think these ladies were like, OK, they're a who, tough crowd. Who is this guy? Yeah. Uh, where did he come from? And can we not invite him again? Ah. I, I can be a little I can I can be a little disrupt, dis- disruptive, you know, I mean, mm. well, I, we have to do more ladies than just have the cars come through. Thank you. Have a great day and send them on your way. Yeah. You have to, you have to interact a little more than that, you know? And so I would come up with these ideas and I'd be talking to, you know, people from the radio station. Here's what we're going to do for this. And I could see some of the ladies from the Noonan Junior Service League uh, looking at one another with just, you know, cutting their eyes and wondering who is this man and why does he smell like fireball at 815 in the morning? Really? It, yeah, Donna. <sighs> so, um, the Heritage High School Key Club came by. And I thought my entire life, I thought that the Key Club was a group of people that sang. Like in Pitch Perfect. Are you trying to say Glee Club? Key. That's what I thought it key? was. That I've wondered how I made that mistake. I always thought growing up and until yesterday, I was yesterday years old, when I realized I thought that Key and Glee were the same club. See, I don't think there's uh, like a lot of high schools now don't have a key club. I've never heard of a key club. I have, but it's very, it's, I think it's smaller. Um, it's a community it's minded a com- yeah. club and they go out and, and, and do hours of community service. I think it's service. basically like National Honor Society, but it's, it's local to the school. Yeah. We, we had that. We just didn't call it key club. So now, now I'm, my brain is there. I'm with you. So I, um, the Heritage High School Key Club comes by and we're on, we're going live on the radio. And, um, there's about three or four of them that they've chosen to be their representatives and I had their names written down and everything and. Uh, I say, all right. Uh, one guy was Hugh or something. Right. Hugh's a junior at Heritage High School. What's your go-to song? And there's silence. And I said, Hugh, hello. What's your, you know, what's the song you go to when everybody's warming up? They they don't sing. They don't sing, Donna. They so, don't sing, PT. Oh Lord, so they you probably don't put freaking this little, sing. You probably put this little boy on the spot. He probably felt bad. But I didn't mean to. I had no idea that they did not sing. So how did it come out that they don't? Did the, the, the like the Mr. Trevor, advisor, Mr. Trevor, the advisor who was there, came up and said, uh, "Sir, Cadillac, there's been there's been a mistake." Mm-hmm. I said, "No mistake, Mr. Trevor. We're excited that you guys are here. It, it worked out well." But I had no clue, no clue. Each time we go on the radio, I like to have an idea 
of what we're going to do with that particular, they're called call-ins, break-ins, uh, because if you do the same thing, every call-in or break-in and you read the copy, we're here until seven tonight, it's wallpaper. All right, so I like to have a little skit or sketch for each on-air break. So for one of them, I said to the kids from here, to Jesse, does anybody know the TikTok video for Walker Hayes, Fancy Like? And of course, what happens? Yes! I said, what we're going to do is we're going to go over there and we're going to shut down that intersection at the next red light. And I want everyone to run into the intersection. Okay, what was Mr. Trevor doing? Was he uh, like, listen, he was, we don't have enough. Donuts and coffee. Yeah, we don't have enough forms for these kids. There's about 25 up. of these kids. Oh and um, Mr. Trevor then got involved, actually, when he kind of heard exactly what was going on. Didn't think it was a very good idea. Uh, so we just did it like on the sidewalk. We didn't shut the intersection down. So you think big picture, mm-hmm. big stuff. And then you kind of, you, you, you filter it down to mm-hmm. what's legal. To maybe. Mr. Trevor's le- yeah. level. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we had a good time. Thank you. Coyote County, thank you for... Uh, Here's the most important thing. You mm-hmm. raised a lot. You got a lot of cans. We a lot did, of money. Indeed. A lot of can shaking. Yeah. Uh, the Caddy Calls Tour continues Saturday night, Donna, at the Fayetteville Christmas Parade. Okay, which you have questioned me about. I'm coming to the Christmas Parade, and you have a lot of questions. Am I able to... What was it? Throw candy? Yes. Wave to the crowd? Uh, I think so. Smile? Uh, definitely. You're in. Oh, my God. Definitely. Starts at 5 o'clock. I mean, you act like they're like we're going to have to turn like back flips or something or do a back tuck like behind the like marching band or Baby, something. Maybe this is the bear. You're okay. fine. Did you tell me I may have to wear the bear costume? Yes. If 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 Adam from promotions has a date, Ooh. then yeah. I bet in, it's smelly. Bucky the bear. I bet it's smelly. So uh, Saturday afternoon night, Fayetteville, Georgia, and then Sunday night on the Redneck Show, Christmas episode starring Caddy Claus. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes later on. All right. 61 people have been stranded by snow in an English pub with an Oasis cover band. Here is Nicola Townsend, the manager at the Tan Hill Inn, to talk about what the group has been doing to get by. We are waiting to hear from the highways to see if they're going to be able to reach us with the snowplow, and then we should have some news about whether people will be able to start going home. We've had karaoke, we've had pub quizzes, we've had board games, card games... Um, people helping to clear tables, wash up. It's been amazing. So they're surviving. They're drinking, clearly. Clearly. Oasis cover man for seven days, Donna. Now, Oasis can be a little... I, I love Oasis. I mean, Liam and Noel, the brothers from... I mean, they're, they, they're English, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And I mean, they would go at it. Like, they would brawl on stage. Like, they were kind of like the English version of, like, the Black Crows. I mean, they would go at it. But... Their music can be a little like long and hippy trippy and psychedelic and, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I'd kind of be like, God, like, get me out of here. So, I don't know. Well, who, what, what cover band? If you could pick any cover band. So, it's not the seven, band. For, it's a cover band. It has to be a cover band. You're not getting uh, the, the Fiji Fooders. Who are they? Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. You're not getting them. Well, here's the thing. I think I want like a, it, it, I definitely, I've had it narrowed down to two, but I'm going to go with... Van Halen. Okay. I was thinking like either them or like um, Bon Jovi or Journey because you want someone with a big catalog because mm-hmm. you got a lot of time to fill. And you want someone that every song you're like, yeah. You're Even like, on day seven. Oh my God. Like day seven, yeah. you're like half asleep in the corner and then, and then jump comes on and you're yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah, I'm up. I'm back For up. For like the fourth time of the week. Yeah, I'm yeah. up. So but that's every what, time you hear it, you're up. I'm going Van Halen. I'm going to do one of those David Lee Ross splits right off All the right. stage. Yeah. Impressive. Uh-huh. Very impressive. PT is a producer of the My Second Act podcast. PT, you cannot have Oasis, and now you cannot have Van Halen. Yeah, my brain went to the same place as uh, Miss Donna's, which is somebody with a large catalog and a lot of variety. So I feel like the easy choice is just the Beatles because there's so much they can do. Oh, I love it. And they're British. So if you're in a pub, it's perfect. Everybody's going to like have their arms around each other. I feel like taking somebody like Van Halen, you're asking to be very psyched first like seven straight days That's i want somebody true. who can like chill out sustain seven days yeah yeah and like a a, a a reg they can be right. consistent can, for seven can take days. it acoustic for for tuesday you know <laughs> acoustic tuesday at the uh, the tan hall inn <laughs> uh, i'm going with the obvious okay jimmy buffett cover band that's a good one. That's you know, actually a good one. You have to, just like PT said, you have to think about dura- or, or, or duration. Seven, seven days is a long time. That's an entire week now. You cannot leave this bar. There's a snowstorm. Yeah. And then it also mentally puts you on the beach. You know what I mean? Like you don't even think you're there anymore. Like you're now, you're, yeah, in, now you're in Key West with a rum runner in your hand. I like it. Right. I like it. 
in this episode coming up, we will add each a song to the Hype Songs playlist from the cover, not from the cover band, but from the actual band that we just chose. Love that. Right, so. I have one thought on this. Yes, ma'am. What if on day one you went into the bar and like you kind of get into like a, not not like a full-fledged uh-huh. bar fight, but you kind of get like in a, like an argument with somebody because maybe like they bumped into your stool or something and you're like, hey, what's your deal or whatever. And then all of a sudden the snow hits and you're like, oh, hell. Seven days. Like I'm person. stuck with these people for seven days. Like, and then he really wants to fight you or something. And then you got, then it turns into like fight club for like seven days. Like what happens? You figure it out. Whew. You figure it out. Reminds me of the time back in July of this year at the Tyler Farr concert. Remember mm-hmm. when you poured the shot of tequila out, mm-hmm. you thought you were tossing it onto the ground because you were pretending like you were drinking it. Mm-hmm. You wanted everyone to think you were drinking it, but because you actually I don't do you tossed it on a woman. Oh yeah. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Next to you in line. Who got and then married? denied and, and actually pointed at another person and said that was him that did that. Yeah, she got very mad. Kind of the same premise though, right? Same premise, yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to get in a dust up. And then, and then we'd gotten stuck with them for like seven days. Yeah. Mm, I'd have had to work it out. All right, so for football fans, college football fans, it's a huge week. Well, PT, I did not even thought about this. We haven't seen it in so long, but Alabama's in town for the SEC championship. Oh, boy. Saturday afternoon, it's number one Georgia in Alabama. Um, Chris, uh, what's his name? I was going to say Chris Brown. That's not right. Uh, Chris Young. Chris Young. Is coming to town. He's doing the pre-game concert. Now, free. I, I, it's free. It, that's correct. Now, I've been feeding you some wrong information on both the podcast and the radio show. He's actually doing the concert Friday. I thought it was Saturday afternoon, but it's okay. Friday. It's Friday. So for you two Chris Young fans that live in the metro I area. I love Chris Young, and lots of people do. Um, it's Friday. And if you cannot make it down there, the two of you, then you can uh, go to one another's townhomes and you can stream it on his YouTube and Facebook channels Okay, for free. Okay? All right. I just wanted to make that correction because I didn't want the two of you to go down Saturday and then be like, my God, can like Jack, you suck. It was yesterday. And then you missed it. I don't well, listen, I had a lot of people reach out to me that said that they thought that Kirby needed to put me in the hype video because I mean, I got it going on. And let me ask you something, Preston, are you elite? You are not elite because you're on the wrong damn team. You're on the wrong sideline, PT. That's right. I'm terrified. I think we're going to get absolutely crushed. So. You do? Yeah. I'm, oh, my God. I I'm hope just, so. I'm petrified. <laughs> it's going down Saturday night. Let me tell you something. If we beat Nick Saban, because, again, that's who we're trying to beat. Not the entire it's team. It's been a while, right? Just him. Yes. So if we can beat old Nick Saban, who I think is, I like him. I like his little Southern accent and everything, but I don't like him. Like, you know, we're playing him. However, if we beat him, I'm flipping every car within a 10-mile radius. You better get back. With gloves on. With my glove, I got my flipping gloves, which I meant to bring, and I'll show you. Because a couple people ask, like, what? What constitutes a flipping glove? A flipping glove is the same type of glove. It's got to have some grip on it. Well, it's like, where to the gym. Exactly. Yeah, but you don't want your fingers exposed because you could hit like a hot muffler or something. So this is a full glove. She <laughs> thought this through, PT. It's not about thinking it through. I have them. It's like the same gloves that you use like if you're getting lumber or something like that. So you get up under there and you flip that car. When, when have you ever gotten lumber? Oh, a lot of times. <laughs> sure. It's not like you're getting lumber for our like fireplace, so I got to get the lumber. I've had to go to home. Logs, Donna. I've had to get them in a box (laughs) that had been prepackaged and ready to burn. It's not like I'm Paul Bunyan out there with a freaking axe and overalls and a flannel checkered shirt. I'd like to see that. I tell you what, I would like to see that. Yeah, Yeah. a lumber sexual. All right, Um, where were we? Well, here's where here's where we are. We're going to beat the stew out of those people. What do you think, PT? Well, this is the most scared I've ever been of a Georgia team. My entire family, out of the 30 of them, there are 29 Georgia fans and one Alabama fan. Mm. Hi, how you doing? So I'm more scared because of that, because when we lose, I'm never going to hear the end of it. I think it's always interesting to look at the different storylines with, with a big event, a big football game like this, a championship. And this morning, one of the storylines was about the percentage of Georgia fans and Alabama fans at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And they're like, it's going to be 67 to whatever do, do the math for <laughs> whatever's left will be Alabama does does that are we surprised by I me mean, we're in Atlanta would you not expect there to be a bigger Georgia crowd than Alabama I mean it seems right to me and, and also this year I'm not alone in thinking that this team is beatable it's tough especially after last weekend when we we barely squeaked by a pretty terrible Auburn, Auburn team yeah. so uh you like how I'm able to keep up with this conversation I love it he's gonna pull something out of his little khakis well, I guarantee you in what quarter well, it's going to be, 
Nick Saban is going to pull something out of his khakis and win somehow. Like, you know, some special play or something on his clipboard or, I don't know, he's going to threaten them with something or promise them something. I don't know what to win. Should we have like a, some sort of bet? Like if Alabama wins. These always go wrong. Yeah. I hate it when morning show people on the, the morning show that I was on would be just like this, like in the, just toss, there's no discussion about it. Mm -hmm. no, no. Didn't let's you have bet. to wash cars let's in not, a bikini one time? Let's, let's focus back on you and PT. That was brutal. Well, it just puts a lot of pressure on me to say yes to whatever you're about to say because well, we're, you're on, not we're on the air. But you're not going to come up with anything good right now. No. You're not. Let's, so, let's go to the drawing board and we'll come back to it. Yeah, let me mull that over. Yeah. We'll put it, maybe we can put something in the letter. How are we going to, yeah, we'd have to do that because mm -hmm. we're, this episode is the last of the week. Yeah, we'll come up with something. All right. And will you include that both in the letter where you get your information, your, your, your segment to PT by um, midnight? We go to press. Today? Uh, we'll give you tomorrow. PT can don't have to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All right. PT's also editor of the letter. He's busy. Zach Brown, seriously. Zach Brown Band is uh, going to stay here in town. They're going to perform on ESPN College Game Day. Hey, everybody. I'm Zach Brown. I want to let y'all know we're going to be performing live on ESPN's College Game Day. It's next Saturday, December 4th, in Atlanta. And we're stoked to have the SEC Championship in Atlanta. We'll be performing a song from the new album. And if you're at Game Day, stick around for two more songs after the show. The atmosphere is going to be crazy. Can't wait to see you all out there. SEC Championship game, Alabama. No, I can't see. You can't say Alabama first, can you? No. SEC Championship game, Georgia, Alabama. It's Saturday. Gallery Furniture has uh, furniture for every room in your home. Available now. I cannot stress to you enough that if you find it at Gallery Furniture, you can take it home today. That is not the case at uh, any big box retailer that sells furniture or any, uh, any furniture company. They don't have to be a national chain. The reason that Gallery Furniture, Donna, will give you access to warehouses and warehouses and warehouses full of furniture is because Donna saw what was getting ready to happen two years ago. She knew that there were going to be challenges with getting uh, uh, new inventory to us. And supply chain has become like not the word of the year by any stretch, but everybody, you know that word now. And you didn't before, really, because there's so many different industries, especially furniture, that are struggling with supply chain challenges. And for that reason, there's no inventory. Donna ordered millions of dollars worth of furniture two years ago, and it's still available for you to select ship, not ship, but uh, uh, stack on your vehicle and take home today. Yeah. Imagine if you're like one of those workers that works at the um, other big box retailers and all you're doing all day long is like lying, lying or you're promising lying people that Shame you're going to get, you know, oh, we're going to try. We're going to do our best. We've got a shipment coming in. No, you don't. No, you don't. So um, make sure you go see Donna. And here's the thing. you can, They'll have the game on this weekend. She's a huge Georgia fan. They'll have that Bulldog game on. You can go up there, take your husband, plop him on one of those recliners because it's, like, it's not like you're in a fabric store. You know, just you won't hear from him. stick him in a recliner, let him watch the game, and you just go around with Donna and pick out all your furniture. And every now and then come back and go, are you okay with this? And he's going to be like, yeah. So then you just keep adding it on, adding it on, adding it on. And the great thing is when you get to the end of it and she totals it up, and she totals it up, by the way, on an old school calculator. Mm -hmm. and, and writes you out your bill of sale. On a hand. ticket. Yeah. On a ticket. You're going to be like, wait, did you forget five things? Because the price is going to be unbelievable. Financing, unbelievable. It, financing is available. Donna's going to work with you. Listen. She learned how to do business from her dad, the Wolfman. All right. Donna's daughter, Marilyn, the Wolf daughter's granddaughter, is learning the same business. Technically, Marilyn runs the ship up there in Gainesville. Although Donna still shows up six, seven days a week. Gallery Furniture, the address is 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. If you head up this weekend for that George Bulldog fan on your Christmas list, surprise them. This would be one of those gifts that they're not expecting. And when they, they, they see it on Christmas morning, I think a true Georgia fan would be like, wow, now that's. That's a good gift. Yeah, that you know, was that's creative. a personal gift. Yeah. The American-made Hinkle Chair Company rocking chair, uh, available in Georgia Bulldog, black, red, and white. The red Hinkle even has the Georgia insignia on it, and they start at 159 That's it, 159 Gallery Furniture, Gainesville. Hashtag ask for the Wolfman. Hashtag ask for Donna. We have a small ask of you three things. Let's check these three things off. Let's get this done, okay? Number one, follow subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up number two anybody you see strangers in the night or people next to you in rush hour that are stopped alongside you just listen do the pitch the elevator pitch is this i've got a great podcast to listen to they're a married couple he's crazy uh she's very kind has a big heart is gracious 
together it works though. It's called Cadillac Jack My Second Act. Give it a listen. And then just move on. Just, you know, head back home in the traffic or whatever. And we've gotten two new reviews. What? Which were awesome. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for those of you who've done a couple of reviews. We appreciate it. We're gonna add a fourth small ask of you because um yes, it's your sponsor some love and then and then four would be that. Discovery of podcasts is the biggest challenge that this broadcasting medium has. And that means there are a few out there. And in order for you to be discovered as a podcast, it, it's it the best thing to do is write a review. So that's what we ask is a five-star review if you have time today. All right. If not, make some time. And if you don't have a five-star review, just keep just, it yeah. keep it on your inner voice. Type it and then back it out. Yeah. You know? Keep uh, it silently inside you. Sponsor love. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. The Folgers Waking Up Club. Receive emails filled to the brim with Folgers news, recipes, and other exclusive content. Visit FolgersCoffee.com. And Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. All right, let's uh, talk music. Yes. We'll pick up the three songs from the cover band here in a moment. Donna, what would you like to add as your initial song to the Caddy and Donna Hype Song playlist? Oh, I like that. So we're even doing another one. Okay, so oh, I... Have to, but I know you already had one. Yeah, no, I'm, so I'm going to add um, Jared Neiman, Lover, Lover. Lover, Lover, Lover. You don't treat me no good no more. Jared Neiman's one of the first people that we... Um, we, remember we went to, uh, John, what was that John Rich's house? Fontenelle mm-hmm. and Jared Neiman played. And he's so good. He writes just a ton of music. He's always written a ton in Nashville. And um, he is, he's one of those people who is, you know, I think he's one of those artists that deserves to break into the next level, but he's been on four different record labels, he was saying. So he's had a lot of transition, um, but he's really well known in Nashville. He's writing just great music. And he just went through um, a divorce. And he was written. He has a new album. the The song that I'm adding is off his first album, but he has a new album out. And um, he was saying about his record deals. He says, uh, "When you've been through four deals, four record deals, what goes up must come down." He adds, "At the end of the day, I was glad to have been able to reflect and try to be a person that someone else deserves." He was talking about his divorce, and he said that um, throughout his divorce, what he tried to do was not cast blame on the other person, but to look at himself and see what ownership he had in it, and how, as he said, he was going to be a better human moving forward because he didn't want to be the same. He didn't want to show up as the same person in all of his relationships moving forward. Because he knew that he'd failed? That it just didn't work. Okay. That that version of him, and that's what he said. It wasn't like someone cheated on someone or there was some big thing. It's just the version, he said, the version of himself that he was in that marriage didn't work. And he didn't want to take that forward into other relationships because he said, I was just going to keep repeating and repeating and repeating. So he took some time off to kind of work on himself. He said he did a ton of therapy and just tried to figure out who he was, you know, didn't. And it's kind of what we were talking about the other day. He didn't move from one thing directly into the next relationship. You know, he just kind of sat with himself and said, I'm not the best person right now. I got to figure this out. So I thought it was very interesting. Because when you're not your best self, you cannot be the best to someone else in your life. No. Like and, and Jared, I'm sure would agree with that. They to his wife at the time. Yeah. Was that his first marriage? That was his first marriage. And okay. they were together like 18 years and then married for like five years. The other thing, and I don't have the exact quote that he said, but I thought this was fascinating because it's so true. He said at the end of his marriage, he was drinking too much and there was a lot going on. And he said he got to a point where he felt like he was running through his life. He didn't know where he was running, who he was running from or who he was running to. But every day just became kind of like a blur. And so he said when he finally just sat down and took stock of everything that had gone on, he said there was, I was, there was some stuff that I was not proud of mm-hmm. and there was some other stuff. But he said the only reason I was able to sit with it and get better with it is because I sat in it. And I thought that was so interesting because his point was when you're going, going, going all the time, sometimes you're very busy and going and doing all the stuff because you don't want to know What's really going when on? When if you stop, yeah. if you hit pause, and you're like, then you have a moment there when you're kind of reflect. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, he said, you know, I just felt like I was running from one thing to the next because that way I didn't think about what I had done that really wasn't the best situation or whatever, you know. But just, and I think that's true. And I think there's another article, and we're going to talk about it on the um, next podcast. And there's a huge trend going around about don't be proud of being busy. And I think it applies to men. Just I think it, the the article was featured toward women, but I also think it applies to men that it used to be in our culture, a badge of honor to be like when someone says, Hey, can you get together and, you know, meet us out for dinner? No, no, no. I'm too busy. I got too much going on. I'm too busy. And it was almost like 
you were proud of it. It was your go-to excuse, though, because yeah. it could get you out of anything as well and make you look good because you, you're busy. Well, and I think part of it is we have a culture, and I think we feed on it too, where we we feel like we're only successful if we're going from the time our feet hit the floor and we're elite until the time we go to bed. And I think that that is, um, I mean, I've suffered from that a lot in my life, just being busy, 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 busy. And I think every now and then it's okay. You almost feel guilty. Like if you're one of those people, you feel guilty if you're not multitasking or doing two jobs or doing this. And a lot of it comes down to like how you get your self-worth and what your, you know, where your identity comes from. Does it only come from work? Does it only come from what you're doing? You know, do you get filled up by being with friends or being outside and doing something outdoors? So I think it's very fascinating. I'll bring the article in and we'll talk about it next week. All right. Lover Lover from Jared Neiman, PT producer of the My Second Act podcast. You are going to add a song from the... I love the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. I, I, one day we're going to dig into this hatred and we're going to figure it's out. Not, Seriously. I want to be clear. It's not a hatred. I'm just not a fan. Okay. But we can you, do that. You didn't watch the 32-hour documentary that released over I Thanksgiving. Would, I would not have watched Yes, that's right. I've got to watch that. I've got to watch it. I've got to watch it. I, yeah. For 32 I, hours? I would not recommend it. I don't it. know about 32 was, hours worth. It was pretty boring. Um, I'm adding Here Comes the Sun because it makes oh, sense for being trapped in snow. I and love that one. one of my favorite Beatles songs. And it's so sweet. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Mm. Um, Donna, do you want to add a Van Halen song? How are we doing on the, the hype song playlist? Is it thick? Is it a beat? No, it's is fine. It it's, oh my gosh. Well, it's it everything. It's good until we get to a couple of years and then we go to oh, Holly. Wow. Jo- we okay. go to a Holly Jolly Christmas and we're like. Ah. That's Alan Jackson, Donna. <laughs> I know, but like we have Daddy Jean Drive. That's a good one. My favorite country song of the all time. Best song I in the world. I played that yesterday afternoon on the bear. Best song in the world. When I was in Noonan for the Canathon yesterday, I was so busy. I didn't have time. I'm kidding. I had plenty of time. I did that because you just had that conversation. I wanted to ride. I was going to Google Thick Pin Road. And just go down there? I just want to know where it is. Yeah. I want to ride down Thick Pin Road because that is the song that Alan references. Yeah, in, the, in road. Drive. Yeah, the road. Yeah, the road. And it's in Coweta County. Yeah. I'm going to do that one day. Do that on your, in your spare time. All right. Van Halen for you, anything? Uh, I'm going to add, I think, I don't know, if, if we don't have a jump on there, I'll add jump. All right, Fins from Jimmy Buffett. Love it. Upbeat party, good time song. Yeah, I mean, I have to go through and massage the playlist right, because no, we appreciate all that you do. Well, for the well here, and the point is that you can't go from Holly Jolly Christmas to Adele to then the ten minute version of Evermore, or you'll be like, okay, where's the nearest bit bridge just to drive my car off because I can't take this anymore. Is it that bad? Well, I mean, if you did Nothing's those three in a row, bad, if you did those three in a row, you would be like, wow, okay, yeah. Would it be easier if you just told me what song to add every week? No. I just want to know. I would never do that. What makes it easiest for you, seriously, to curate the the hype song playlist? No, it's fine. And that's the beauty of the playlist is it runs the gamut of everything. All formats, all genres, all links, all uh, up, down, sad, depressing, fun, upbeat, everything. Yes. All right. So Caddy Claws, um, I need to get the suit laundered, first of all, because I don't think it had been laundered in the two-year period between before the pandemic when I had to hit pause on Caddy Claws. And when he was resurrected yesterday at the Canathon. And I got to tell you, I bet the cats have peed, uh, peed on that. I, is that that smell? Probably. Sheriff Lynn Wood actually asked me about a particular smell in the mm. beard. And I wonder if it wasn't cat urine. It could be. I apologize, Sheriff Wood. Uh, so let's get it laundered. Because, you know, listen, you never know when Caddy Claus could, could show up. He could show up at Avalon, Donna. Mm. Maybe with uh, the pet photos. What? Listen, there, that's one... Time period, you know, Caddy Claus will not be out and about. And that's for the pet photos on Tuesdays from 4 to 7. You know Why? how I feel about that. You know well, how I feel about the, 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 the Santa pet photo stuff. Tell us how you feel. Just tell us. I just don't think that your dog wants to be dressed up with, with deer antlers. But how do you know that? Or reindeer antlers. How do you know that? Um, have you seen their expressions in most of the photographs that you get back? What do they look like? Like when they've had their anal glands clean. That, ex- that exact yes. look, as a matter of fact. Yes, yes. that's it. Yeah. That's the exact look that I see in most yes. of the dogs, the, the cats, or whoever you take. Like when you take them to the vet, and they're like, "This yes. is going to be fine, Rocky. It's okay." And then his eyes get just big as saucers when the doctor yeah. goes in for the kill. Yes, kind of the same, exactly the same look. Uh, pet photos Tuesdays from four to seven at Avalon. Reservations are strongly encouraged. So clearly, I'm on the the yes, the minority. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. exactly it. Photos of Santa at North Point Mall's North Pole Outpost through December the twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, and when you visit the North Pole Outpost. You have the opportunity to experience a personalized Santa Claus visit specifically created for you uh, or for your kids through the, the the website technology. I love this. North Pole Outpost at North Point. Mall will also feature several Instagrammable selfie opportunities. That's the big thing right now. Remember a couple of years ago, 
We paid like 50 bucks a person to go into a, a, a desolate, deserted big lots or somewhere. And they had all these selfie stations set up. Oh, yeah. And yes. it was fun. And they were great photographs. But when you paid 200, we had five. We it paid was Santa Fantabulous. Fem- Fem- no, it's not, it's not give me plugs. Okay. Santa Fantastical or something. I don't oh, know my God. Okay. It was $250 to get us all in. And you're there for 30 minutes just to take pictures. And promote their, I mean, it's genius. If you think it about is. it from a marketing it, standpoint. It is. It is. Because then you're, it's all Instagram it's moments. Do, actually, yeah. 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 There's a bunch of them like Candytopia, that. Yeah. So you can do Instagrammable uh, selfie opportunities. You got them all. At the North Pole Outpost, local pop-up vendors available throughout the season and a special holiday cookie cafe. That's where you'll find me. You had me at cookie cafe. Uh, Avalon, Mondays until December 24th, story time with Santa. Those are the sweetest. I mean, you know, if you've if you've got um, little kids or e- even bigger kids, it's so much fun to take them over there. And like he reads, like I, I saw him the other day, he was reading Twas the Night Before Christmas. And I just like wanted to sit down and be like, Santa, will you read to me? So sweet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but who someone, doesn't want Santa to read to you? Yeah. Did you get back to work, though? Yes, I did. All right. Storytime of Santa at Avalon, Mondays until Christmas Eve. Breakfast with Santa. He's busy. I'm telling you. Up here in awesome Alpharetta, Santa gets around. Chick-fil-A at Avalon, December 11th. Out, uh, Oak Steakhouse. I mean, that's December where 12th. I'm going to meet Santa. Yeah. Like, Oak, seriously. Yeah. Is he buying? <laughs> yeah. No, he's not. No, oh. he's not. Tuck-ins with Santa continue at two Alpharetta hotels. Tuck in pa- packages with Santa this year. The hotel at Avalon. The hotel at Avalon in the Hilton Alpharetta Atlanta on Windward Parkway, which is a fantastic place. We went. We met Tug and Laura there two weeks ago just for a couple of drinks. Yeah, I know it's great. It's great. It's it's super nice hotel. Very close. And it's, um, a, it's a full blown yeah. Hilton. Yeah, they've you know, got like restaurant, a Express or a restaurant Junior, bar, yeah. everything. Yeah, great. Uh, so you can do the tuck in with Santa package there, also. And and what happens is, listen, Santa. Shows up at your hotel room, and he knocks on the door, and then he 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 comes in, and the kids get all excited and they scream and they shout, and Santa's screaming and shouting, and everybody's shouting and screaming, and he delivers a bedtime snack to the kids, and then I think a lot else happens, depending on your package. He he can read a book, he can tuck him in, he gives them chocolate, whatever. This is a unique experience. So sweet for children of all ages. Do you think, Donna? That we could get a Santa tuck in package? Like, do you think Santa would come and tuck me in? Probably. Is Probably. it extra if you're an adult? I don't know. I don't know. He might have some questions. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. After you play here in Alpharetta with Santa at the Hilton or at Avalon, the hotel at Avalon, and then you you go see Santa and you have breakfast with him at Oak. I'd rather have dinner in a 32-ounce filet with, you know, with Santa at Oak. But I'll take I breakfast. Too. I'm sure breakfast is done quite well at Oak. Everything they do is done well. After you play here for a while, stay here for a while, too. Uh, stay a while at one of Alpharetta's 30 modern and upscale hotels to make it a getaway or staycation. Alpharetta, but we're ready for you. Visit awesomealpharetta.com. Click on the Book Your Room button to compare rates at any of the hotels. Awesomealpharetta.com. We would love to host you here for the holidays in our hometown. AwesomeAlpharetta.com. You want to do the bar game real quick, and then we'll do Dear Preston. Oh, yes, okay? yes, yes. We have a Dear Preston. It's going to be right. fantastic. Anybody in the studio a fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've Ever never, seen I've an never heard of that. PT? Yeah, de- okay. definitely well, seen a bunch. Well. Yeah. Okay, you've okay. seen at least an episode. Donna, uh-huh. you've never heard of it. I have never it. heard of this. Excuse me. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's coming back. Uh, if you're listening on Upload Day, it came out yesterday. So on what channel? Now. Where is that? FX. Uh, FX. Thank you, PT. I'm so glad you're here. So, in honor of that show returning for its 15th season, we're going to test your knowledge of TV show bars. Can you name the shows associated with the following watering holes? All yes, right. I'm going to do good on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super competitive, I too. I love I'm the competitiveness, win. the competitive spirit. Okay, how do, we, how do we answer? Is our name our buzzer? What are, are we, we doing? Uh, y'all figure that out while I find it. Uh, name is our buzzer. That seems weird. Okay, what else we're going to do? I'm not ready. Practice. We just Practice raise, shouting raise my name? Raise our hand. Just raise our hand. Well, that's not going to work. Just wave at you. Let's just shoot. I'm scrolling. We'll shoot a hand up, and then Caddy okay. will call on whoever okay, got it yes, first. Yes. If you score ten out of 10, ten, you should probably get out of the house more. Oh my god! If you know all ten, yeah, we're not going to do all ten. I never do ten. All right, Patty's Pub. PT. That's it's always sunny. He's correct. Well, okay, well, I've never seen an episode. Well, you should have watched. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. whatever. Okay, it sucks. That was the first one, though, right? Oh yeah. my god, he's already winning. Okay, the Bada Bing. Donna. Sopranos. Correct. Whoa. One and one. 
The Gem Saloon. G-E-M. G-E-M, The Gem Saloon. Mm, yes. Penalties for guessing? Mm, you get one guess. Is it MASH? No. Uh-uh. I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not taking a penalty. Deadwood. Mm, I don't oh, watch wow. it. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. McLaurin's Pub. PT. It's How I Met Your Mother, Correct. and you're pronouncing it incorrectly. It's McLaren's. Wow. McLaren's. Okay. Again, I should get double points do? for that. Okay. What's, the, what's the score? What is the score? 2 1. PT okay. leads. All right, all right. The Drunken Clam. PT. Family Guy. Yes. Okay, that I, w- I had my hand Donna, up. Donna, stop. Oh, my God. The Snake Hole Lounge. PT. Parks and Recreation. I really need to get out of the house no. more. Seriously. This is a problem. The Salty Spittoon. Donna. Um, what's the little fella that lives under the sea? <laughs> what's the little fella that lives under the sea? Yeah. You're there. Patrick and the little fella. Okay, what's the name of the show, Donna? Um... Patrick and the little fella. Hold on, I'll get it. Um, oh, dang well, it. it. His, his name is literally SpongeBob. what he is. SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob yes, little SpongeBob. I forget his name. He's a sponge. You got it right. All right, we'll do three more here quickly. What's his, what's the score? Uh, four to one. Oh, my God. No, four to two. I got two. Yeah, you gave, you gave me Good. that point. God. Um, Moe's Tavern. PT. Simpsons. Correct. We'll do one more here. Kevin Oz. I don't know. Is that right? I'm on dark mode, screen black mode for some reason, and it's I, I have been in a different world for two days because it's just turned turned me upside down in every way. K A V. Just give us another one. Kavanaugh's. McGinty's. I don't like that one. Give us another. All right, one. we're done. We're done. McGinty's was Frasier, and the Wire was Kavanaugh's. Yeah. Uh, All right. So PT wins. What's the that one was... from Cheers? That that's Cheers. Like, I know. It's, it's named Cheers. That's oh the bar. Cheers. Okay, yeah. Cheers. That, cheers. That would have been kind of a dead giveaway. Well, who won? Him? You have to ask? Yeah. Dang. PT wins. Okay. That. That was fun. Ne- we will never do again. You have your theme music ready, PT? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dear Preston, it's coming up. PT answers your burning questions about relationships, child rearing, and any other questions you might have for a millennial. That is next on the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast. Get your time back. With Dinner Affair, dinnerafare.com. Dinner Affair is going to do this. They're going to ship dinners to your front door. Actually, they're, if you're in Atlanta, they're going to walk them to your front door that you order every month at dinneraffair.com. And depends on how many people you have around your family, you know, and around your dinner table every night, how many dinners that you would like to order. You also get to choose from a menu that changes every single month. When your dinners are delivered, every one of them, every dinner comes wrapped in butcher paper. They come frozen. You got your protein. You got your spices. You got everything that you need to prepare this dinner in individual Ziploc bags that have already been pre-weighed, pre-cut, pre-chopped, pre-everything. And then three, four steps on each recipe card, Donna, and, and you're cooking. You're good to go. And the reason they come in butcher paper is because they want everything to be super, super easy for you. So you unroll the dinner. You pull all of the separate, you know, different ingredients out. And like Caddy said, they have everything. If you need salt, it's included in there. But you can actually prep on the on the butcher paper. And then when you're done, you just roll everything up in the butcher paper and you throw it away and you're done. So, I mean, it is like the easiest way to cook ever 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 you're not going to need like you know how sometimes when you cook and you're like you go through seven bowls and like all these spoons and measures and you're like where's my cheese grater do we have a cheese grater you don't need any of that stuff everything is ready to go for you so they make it so easy very simple to select your dinners if you live out of sight of atlanta no problem dinner fair ships nationwide there is never a contract money back guaranteed the proteins whether it is steak whether it is a you know chicken breast whether it's uh, seafood delicious proteins, and the whole family can get involved. But most importantly, take your time back in 2022. I want to save you 30 bucks off your first order right now. Dinneraffair.com. Caddy2021 is the promo code. That's Caddy, C-A-D-D-Y. 2021 at Dinneraffair.com. Dinneraffair.com. PT, fire that theme music for Dear Preston. Everybody in the studio ready? Ready. Very Donna ready. says that uh, you, you tire, you listening to the podcast, you tire of our opinions all the time. So that's why we pull I in mean, PT. who wouldn't? Who is producer of the My Second Night podcast. And uh, dear Preston, it's very simple. It's where you send Donna a, a question and you'd like some direction, some feedback. And PT answers your 
burning questions about relationships and child rearing and any other questions you might have for a millennial. It's my understanding, you two, that no information is shared about this segment. Like PT no, has no idea what's coming. He has coming. no idea. It always frightens me. No, well, and but you, the two times you that don't you've even done know. it, you've done it so well. I swear, I thought that Donna figured the question. No, and you don't even know the question. And I've had a lot of people reach out and they've said that PT's advice is solid. So very proud of you. Let's PT. keep it going here okay. for uh, this is three. this is a doozy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. So this is Jeff from Dallas, Georgia. Ready? I'm a father of two girls and my awesome wife Denise. My, her mother, my mother-in-law lives with us in our house and helps take care of our two girls that she drives them to activities. She gives us date nights. We're so lucky to have her there. My mother-in-law loves me and tells everyone how lucky she is to have me as her son-in-law. My mother-in-law has lupus. So our entire family got the COVID vaccine to help protect her and ourselves. My wife is a huge supporter of the vaccine and we've had to unfortunately unfriend and uninvite people to our house that refuse to be vaccinated. Mm. We are all as a family headed out on a cruise that we have been looking forward to for over a year. We had to cancel it twice, and for this particular cruise, everyone must be vaccinated, so we all feel great about going into the cruise. Mm -hmm. So everything is going well, right? Except I'm actually not vaccinated. That'd be Jeff. Yep. I have not been telling my wife the truth. I do not want to get vaccinated. I did not want to get vaccinated. Nor does Jeff want to go on the cruise with his mother-in-law. And I feel horrible. My... Thankfully, my mother-in-law has not gotten sick and no one in my family has gotten sick. But I feel like if even if I get vaccinated at this point, we're set to go and leave on this cruise in the, in a ne- in the next couple of weeks. And I'm not going to have time to get this done. And my lie is going to come out to both my wife, my girl, well, to both my wife and mother-in-law and my girls. How do I break this news? Okay. Well, Jeff, for starters, I'm going to have to break a bit of more news. Which is that if you had to show a vaccine card to book this cruise, you accidentally committed a federal crime. So that's something you're going to want to think about, too. So, God, this is tough. This is tougher than the last two, for sure. With the wallpaper? Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's not think about that one. Okay. First of all, (laughs) the good news here is that your lie has really put yourself at the most amount of risk here because the rest of your family that is vaccinated, the way the vaccine works is that they can still get COVID-19, but it will interact with them as closer to what we would see as like a cold a cold or the flu. It, it varies from person to person. So you're what I would call here um, stupidity. Sorry, just going to call yeah. it. Really puts yourself at risk. So that's the good news. The bad news is you live with someone who is very compromised. So you should go ahead and do that pretty immediately. Because if you do get COVID, you put only yourself at risk. You're much more likely to spread it because you don't have the vaccine because you're going to get sicker. And I will tell you, not to drastically change the tone of our you know, podcast here, but if your family finds out you weren't vaccinated because you're in the hospital... That's going to be a much ruder awakening than telling them, hey, I know I told you this, but I've put this off and I want to talk to you about either going to do it or I want to talk to you about why I haven't done it. A much ruder awakening is kids, dad got sick yesterday. We thought it was going to be fine, but he's in the hospital. Yeah, and in an ICU or something. That's going to be worse. Do you think his wife is even going to listen to any of this though or is she just going to be like... Well, because this 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 has been he's been around his mother in law right. who has lupus and is susceptible and who helps their family. But this isn't just this just didn't happen today. This has been going on. Jeff's been living this lie for a while now, right? Yeah, vaccine was available in like late April. Yeah. So, so it's the cruise we're talking booking that's going to out him, so to speak, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Especially if he had to show proof of vaccination to book the cruise. Or where'd your card come from, Jeff? Maybe if he. If they haven't done that yet, if that's, that's what I'm his thinking. Concern. Maybe they haven't. Maybe you just had to say whether you, you check you know. a box. Well, yes. if if that's the case, then the practical answer here would be get see if you can find a place where J and J is offered because it's a one shotter and you can yeah. get that. But do you, you can pre- be quote okay. unquote fully vaccinated? But do you perpetuate the lie, or like are you saying he goes and gets vaccinated, and doesn't tell his wife, or just like? Well, first of all, it'd be much easier to break the news to go get vaccinated and then come back and tell them you're just now getting vaccinated because you've already solved the problem you're telling them you've created. There's also going to be a date on that card of when he got shot. So 
I'm sure his wife would notice that it was. Oh, it's going to come out. Yeah, you know, wasn't yeah. But you can solve the problem you're telling them you have if you go get it and then come home and say, "Here's why I did this. Here's well, what's happening, and it's done." But does that solve the dishonesty though? No, definitely not. But it makes it a little bit better. Yeah, it solves the putting other people in danger part of the problem. And then do you think his wife is like, okay, what else are you not telling me? The yes, truth yes, about? yes, yes. And th- that will lead to many conversations. I mean, this is like, to me, this is worse than like an infidelity situation. You're putting somebody who is very close with you at risk health wise through a lie, not emotionally, but like physically through a lie. That's, that's very bad. Um, don't, don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my advice for this one. As we go around, uh, don't do that again. Yeah. It's not fair for one, for one person to put everyone else's like health. And, and there are people that I love in my life and there's family that if we were, you know, thankfully, as far as I know, everybody in my family's vaccinated. But if I was like very close with somebody like that and they weren't vaccinated, like we're not talking about, um, you know, an independent choice here if somebody in our family is immunocompromised that's no longer a choice just about you that's a choice you're making on behalf of everybody else you're around if you were jeff's wife what would you how would you respond to this would there be punishment or well there's no punishment i mean people are adults i think choice i get it but i mean what would be your reaction to your husband i just i I mean i would just say i would just be very i would be very disappointed i would just be very I i would just be very sad because it's also the tactic that i that i always take is like it's kind of interesting, like you're talking about, like, you know, how are you going to punish the other person? For me, it's not about punishment. It's just think sometimes, again, it's like we were talking about what earlier, even kind of with the Jared Neiman conversation, like slow down enough when you're in the middle of doing things like that to think about what, who you're actually impacting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like just because you didn't want to get the shot. You know, you're still going on with your life. And, and in his mind, he's probably thinking, well, I didn't want to get it because of this. I didn't want to get it because of this. But at the same time, like you're interacting with your mother-in-law every day. That's your kid's grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, to me, it's like, how much more guilt do you want to keep stacking on your plate? You know, mm-hmm. like, do you want just the guilt for like not getting the shot? Or do people ever look at the end result of like, okay, it's not just about this one action today. If I continue down this road and I'm not going to get this shot and everything. And, and maybe I've, you know, beat the odds and my mother-in-law hasn't gotten sick. What if she does get sick and she passes away? How do you as a human live with that guilt that mm-hmm. perhaps you were the one who gave her COVID? Well, and, and yeah. the practical matter is if you, if you leave the house to drive to work and you drive a half hour into work, you're passing probably six places. If, yeah. if you're, if you're in Dallas, Dallas is a big enough place. You're, you're passing potentially six places that will give you the vaccine for free as a practical matter. There's no longer an excuse. It's now more difficult to live out the lie and get a fake vaccine card yeah. or a fake approval to go on this cruise. than it would have been to just walk go in and, and walk it. out. There are no lines anymore. Yeah, there's he, no limited availability yeah. anymore. And he doesn't say what his reasoning is, but I think that's my thing too, is that like, um, I don't know that I would necessarily, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be mad at him. My thing would be like, I, I would question his judgment, like yes. just as a man, like as a person, forget as a man, but as a person, just like, okay, where's your, where's your logical thinking That's coming from? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well done PT as always. Very good PT. Thank you. That was a tough one. If you have a question for PT and dear Preston, reach out to Donna or uh, social media on Instagram at ATL Cadillac Jack on Facebook. Cadillac Jack, Atlanta. Cannot wait to see. Yes. I have a feeling that we would be surprised there's more people than we know. That lie about that? That are in this situation. Well, yeah. And to all those people, it's a federal crime to get a fake vaccine card. So there you go. He's in politics. I'm telling you, yeah. He's going to scare the crap out of you. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, but hitting you with the real stuff. There you go. Sunday night, please join us for the Redneck Show Christmas episode with Caddy Claus and uh, Keith Rockdell Bone as the host of uh, the Redneck Show and their, their very shady cast. One of the most popular hee haul type programs on Facebook. There aren't many, but uh, that would be the most popular. And uh, excited about this, we're going to have an ask of you for a charitable ask. It's not going to be a financial one. Realize how things are tight right now for most everybody, but we are going to have an ask of you. Not going to cost you a dime, though, and you have plenty of this. I know that you do. So, uh, the Red X Show Christmas episode with Caddy Claus this Sunday, December the 5th. I think we start at 7 o'clock. Uh, audio for this episode of My Second Act from ESPN Sports Center and Zach Brown Band plus the BBC. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen. This episode of the My Second Act podcast, produced by Preston Thompson, host of the Georgia Politics Podcast. 
PT is also editor of The Letter. It's our e-newsletter component to this podcast. It's a fun and exciting, riveting four-minute feed delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 910. Text LEFT on RED. No spaces. Red is the color. Left on red to the number 22828 to sign up now. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingold Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.